This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What I said was, he came on after in the press in the presser and said, "I do not regret any, any decisions I made." I said, if he's still unable to look back and say, "Okay, I would at least think about potentially doing things a bit differently," I, I don't want you as my coach. That is not saying fire Dan Campbell. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody, welcome to a football Friday coming at you live here on Game Plus Television. Quite a day, quite a day. We've got so much breaking news to get to. A lot of it does come from the hockey world, ironically, which throws a bit of a wrinkle into our football Friday plans. But that's okay. Uh, Coming up on the program, Jim Barker, he's in the next segment. So we got a lot to get to before we do bring in JB, our football analyst, five-time Grey Cup champion. And Johnny Abello will be joining us from Las Vegas. He's the legendary, <laughs> Clark called him a bookie. I don't know if that has a, there was a time the name bookie had a negative connotation. I don't know if it still does or not. Let's say he's worked as an odds maker at, I believe, every casino in Las Vegas. Johnny Avello. now he's with the sports books. Uh, and the online betting companies. And Johnny Avello will be with us to talk Super Bowl 58. It's just you and me here in the opener. I can handle that. There's no moose. He is calling the morning draw of the Provincial Men's Curling Championship. Will we have him in hour two? I don't know. That's just how we kind of roll around here. We never really know (laughs) whether moose is in or not. So that's fine. We just keep on trucking, and that's what we do. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director Jordan, and we will let her roll. Hey, I said breaking news. This is what you've all been waiting for. Breaking news on this Friday, February the 2nd. Punks Watani Phil has forecasted an early spring from the largest and best-known Groundhog Day celebration in the USA at an overcast gobbler's knob in western Pennsylvania. The annual event was held shortly after sunrise today. That's what you all were waiting for, right? You have a sound effect for us, Clark? It's a tongue-in-cheek ritual. It's a tongue-in-cheek ritual in which Phil's handlers reveal whether the groundhog has seen his shadow or not. This year, they say the rodent did not see his shadow, and that will usher in an early spring-like weather. There you go. And I understand Wired and Willie in Ontario had uh, similar findings, no shadow, spring's coming early. Beautiful. That's hot. Now, to the breaking news. I've got things, I got up this morning dying of things to talk about, which I still do, 
but they've changed. We've got breaking news from the National Hockey League. Three big announcements. Number one, the Montreal Canadiens are training center Sean Monahan to the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for a 2024 first-round pick and a conditional draft pick. The Canadians will receive a third-round pick in 2027 if Winnipeg wins the Stanley Cup. Darren Dreger was on this first, our good friend from TSN. Sean Monahan has played in all 49 games for the Habs this year, is third in team scoring with 35 points, including 13 goals. So, Bomber, Winnipeg, and Jets fans, you can debate that amongst yourselves and in the comments section. Live on the air, Sean Monahan is now a Winnipeg Jet. To be honest, I'd rather have Elias Lindholm, who Calgary traded to Vancouver, and Vancouver traded up, gave up a heck of a lot more than this. But you see that uh, Kevin Cheveldayoff is trying to arm his team, his dressing room, and his coach, Rick Bonus with as much arsenal as he can in this arms race in the NHL's Western Conference. Now there's more. Los Angeles Kings have relieved Todd McClellan of his duties and named Jim Hiller as interim head coach for the remainder of the NHL season. This just came down before we went to air. The Kings have slipped to the first wild card spot in the NHL's Western Conference. They're 3-5-2 and two in their past 10 games. Uh, Todd McClellan, the pride of Melville Sask, former Saskatoon Blade, and a career coach let go today by the Los Angeles Kings as head coach. So, <laughs> okay, now before we get into the football, which is why we came here today, Moose reminded me of something. Now, he's calling curling, but he's writing us in our WhatsApp group. He writes, who's all the coaches that's been fired in the NHL this year? We're like, 30 seconds before we go to air, you ask us that? It reminds me of this radio show that I listen to here. It's, and any Americans are familiar with it on Fox Sports Radio in the mornings. They call it Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. It's not my favorite show, but I listen to it from time to time. And LeVar Arrington and Brady Quinn are the pros. And the other day, LeVar Arrington says to the host, and I can't remember the host's name. There's a million of guys like us. We're a dime a dozen. He goes, why don't you look up, blah, 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 blah. Just like Darren just did us. Why don't you go look it up? You can look it up just as easily as we can look it up. But as they said on NHL radio the other day, that, and that's players for you. I'm not calling Darren a player. Maybe a player, but not a player. That's always the players on the coach. Wait, wait, why don't you look up, blah, blah, blah. Are, are your fingers broken? Do you not have a web browser on your phone? But on NHL radio the other day, Scott Laughlin and Gordy Stelic were saying this is the year of the fired coach in the NHL. And I think we all predicted the next one would be Todd McClellan based on the way they were trending. And the season is just past the halfway point. I would ask you who's next. And you can debate that amongst yourselves too. So that's the breaking news. Can you hit the uh, show horn again, Jordan? Because this is what I wanted to talk about. Besides, Let's go. Punks with Tawny Phil saw his shadow. Sean Monahan traded Tommy Clown and fired. That was all Friday morning. But I went to Johnny O's today, uh, the usual. I climb up on the treadmill to start what today was a four mile run. And Johnny O, the owner, comes over. He's like, hey, Rod, is it true? Is it true you're hosting the Super Bowl party in Vegas? I said, well, I'm part of it. I'm moderating a panel with uh, Lee Steinberg and Ryan Leaf and Earl Campbell. And then he launches into a story about Earl Campbell. I, I wanted to get my headphones on and start listening to ESPN radio. But it's Johnny O. He owns the place. And he's always very entertaining. 
So once we finished our chat, I get listening to ESPN Radio this morning, and Chris Canty's on there, a Super Bowl champion uh, defensive lineman from days gone by in the National Football League, but they're talking about Patrick Mahomes. And this is what led me to put on Twitter today. I think they're hyping Patrick Mahomes too much. As a matter of fact, they come back from a commercial and say, Patrick Mahomes is going to the Super Bowl. And I'm sitting there chugging away going, so are about 100 other players, over 100 other players, and two teams, and two head coaches, and Taylor Swift. And why is it all about Patrick Mahomes? And, you know, I'm sitting there kind of going, it reminds me a little bit of the Connor Bedard hype in terms of I was pumping that train, but I'd seen him play since before puberty, I knew that Connor Bedard was going to deliver the hype that I was personally pumping out. These guys are on a radio morning show. They don't know, I don't think, whether Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to live up to this or not. And I feel like it's priming for a massive letdown. And we had a good um, debate this morning on Twitter. Farhan uh, weighed in and Jeff the Stams fan. And clearly, all, all I said was they're putting too much hype on Mahomes. They're priming him for a letdown. And Farhan was like, as compared to the previous four Super Bowls he's been in, or all the Super Bowls that he's played in, uh, and Jeff the Stans fan right, wrote in and said, hey, if he wins Sunday, his trajectory is better than Tom Brady. I said, you all aren't, as usual, hearing what I'm saying. You're putting too much pressure on. They're all saying, to boil it all down to one sentence, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't win the Super Bowl Sunday, and by the way, he's got a whole team there to help him do it or not do it, there's no way he'll catch Tom Brady. So we're basically saying he's either the greatest quarterback ever, which some are saying, period, which that's a, that's a joke. He's got two Super Bowls. Tom Brady's got six. Joe Montana's got four. But if he doesn't win Sunday, then he's got no shot of ever becoming the greatest quarterback ever in the NFL history. I'm like, what? Now, the kid is, what, 20, what is he? 27, 28. I won't ask Clark to look that up because then I sound like me ranting on the guys earlier. I could look it up. But I think he's mature enough clearly to handle this. And clearly he's got the right people around him. Or maybe he is listening to it. I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's too much pressure on Patrick Mahomes going into Super Bowl 58, which reminds me that's our poll question today for our friends at Key Auto Group. Key Auto Group is driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. And the question is, who will win Super Bowl 58? And the last I looked, I won't even ask you, Clark, unless you want to look it up, what the body of work is, uh, what's the vote on YouTube. I looked on Twitter, it was like about 50-50. And when you've got a one-point spread, and we'll find out from Johnny Avello next hour if, that, uh, will, if he thinks that'll stay for the next week before they kick off this game. But who do you think will win? It's like 50-50. And I'll be honest, I'm a little shocked that we entered the week that San Francisco is a two-point favorite. It's been shaved down to one. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot to the non-gamblers and the non-sports people that are watching right now, but that's a, that's a lot. And I, but San Fran still favored to win. And I wonder over the next week if it doesn't swing around to the Chiefs being favored because I think that they will win. What? what you going to say something, Clark? 
60% Kansas City. Now, having said all of that, and we're going to get into this with Johnny Avello next hour, I got a lot of respect for those guys and gals that are the odds makers because they aren't usually wrong. They're usually very good at the odds makers in picking the winners. That's why they've made a career of it. I might add, however, they had Baltimore to beat Kansas City last week, and how'd that go? But nobody's perfect. Uh, hang on. 902-518-3033. I see they just flashed it up on the screen for our friends at Sober Carpenter. Non-alcoholic craft beers. Hey, make them a part of your Super Bowl party. Pick them up at your local and favorite beer, wine, and spirit store. Uh, Herb Lemaire writes in and says, Morning, Rod. I don't know if you have seen Blaine Locker passed away. I did, Herb. Condolences to the Locker family. 53 years of age, former Melville Millionaires goaltender Blaine Locker passing away. Played there in 1988 to 1991. I saw it. But thank you for uh, observing it. Brad Cameron, he is written in on the Sober Carpenter text line. He is in Saskatoon. He says, next week at the Super Bowl, will the RP show be on at the same time on Game Plus TV? I want to watch. Well, guys, at Game Plus, I would say yes. The key is consistency. If you are consistent, you will get it. Sorry, if you are persistent, you will get it. If you're consistent, you will keep it. Yeah, we'll be on every day, noon Eastern, like we are, every day. But I appreciate the, the kind comment, but that's what I learned while hanging out with Ray Bork. And I said, watch your toes. I'm going to drop a couple names here. But I said to Raymond Bork, what's the secret to your success, Ray? In Boston and Colorado. And he goes, off the glass and out. And I said, what? What does that mean? And he goes, you think that it's 1,000 games, 1,000 points, or whatever it is, 1,100 games, 1,100 points. wasn't that. Off the glass and out. Off. I probably did that 10,000 times, off the glass and out. Do the safe, easy thing all the time. Consistency. That's the secret to success. Yeah, we'll be on noon Eastern. Write it down. <clears throat> now we'd better be game plus. Regarding the trade, Sean Monaghan, if you've just tuned in, going to the Winnipeg Jets from Montreal. David in Winnipeg writes in and he says, Monaghan to the Jets, bona fide second line center, shows that the Jets are in it to win it. Can't wait. Woohoo! That's my thing. Sean, I'd rather have Elias Lindholm. He's a top line guy, but you're not always going to be able to acquire top line guys. Monaghan, while he is on the top line in Montreal, that's not a contending team. So, hey, it's a good deal. I'd have just rather have had Lindholm, that's all. Um, hey, moving on, because it's going to be pretty much all football the rest of the way this hour. But hockey here, Austin Matthews kept the family together at the NHL All-Star Draft last night. The Maple Leaf sniper, along with Toronto defenseman Morgan Riley and celebrity captain Justin Bieber, used their first two picks on Leafs teammates William Nylander and Mitch Marner. Team Matthews also includes Philip Forsberg, Clayton Keller, Matthew Barzal, Vincent Trocek, Alex Dabrinkit, Jake Ottinger, and Igor Shesterkin. Oilers star Connor McDavid, along with Edmonton teammate Leon Dreisaitl and celebrity captain Will Arnett, put together a roster that includes Sam Reinhart, Nick Suzuki, Robert Thomas, Rasmus Dallin, Boone Jenner, Thomas Hurdle, David Pasternak, Connor Hellebuck, and Sergei Bobrovsky. What about Bob? 
My favorite goalie in the NHL right now, I'm going to tell you, he's taking you all by surprise, and he will in the All-Star game. Uh, here's one for you. Back to football. Chris Streveler is back in the CFL as a member of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers after a four-year run with four different NFL teams. The most notable moment from his tenure south of the border came in 2020 when he was a member of the Arizona Cardinals. I ripped this right off Three Down Nation, just so you know. The 29-year-old took over from an injured Connor Murray in the regular season finale against the Rams and faced immediate pressure after dropping back to pass shortly before halftime. We're all watching it, right? Terrell Lewis came unblocked off the edge, forcing Strebler to float a pass at Trent Sherfield down the middle. The ball was intercepted, of course, by Troy Hill, who returned it for a touchdown. Strebler told the media Thursday, I wouldn't say... He was talking about what Boomer Esiason said on the CBS broadcast. I thought I clipped this and write it down, but I didn't. Who was watching the game? Or who remembers? Boomer Esiason saying, what are you doing? This isn't the Grey Cup. This isn't the CFL. You can't put a ball up down the middle and expect it not to be intercepted. It's the NFL. Do you remember how ballistic we all went on that on Boomer Esiason, who's a loud mouth? And I do catch his show from time to time on CBS Sports Network. That's a pretty good channel. Strevler addressed it yesterday. He goes, I wouldn't say it was unfair to me by any means. I made a mistake. I thought it was unfair to the league, Strebler said. I never had a chance to talk to him about it. I would have just asked for clarification as to what he meant. This isn't the CFL, kid. Yeah, I forgot about it till they brought it up yesterday with Chris Strebler. Anyways, football next. Ball for all with Jim Barker. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. 
On a football Friday, no Moose DuPont with us today, or at least an hour one, folks. He is calling the Provincial Men's Curling Championship, and they're going on all across the country. Their eyes are set on the Montana's Briar. Presented by AGI, the Canadian Men's Championship. It is going to be in the Brand Center in Regina. Uh, March 1st to the 8th. Tickets are on sale now, $24 to $70, depending on the draw and your seat. Youth tickets, though, are only $9.99 for all draws. Curling.ca slash tickets is the way to go. Curling Canada wants to make this an affordable family event. The Montana's Briar, all eyes are on it. Be a lot of eyes on the Super Bowl. Let's bring in Jim Barker, our football analyst, who can answer questions of all leagues uh, of football. Hey, Jim, happy Friday to you. And uh, let's start with the Super Bowl 58, if you don't mind. I got to say, you thought the Ravens would be there. Didn't happen. So, how do you feel about this matchup? Well, I'll say this I'm never picking against Patrick Mahomes again. The guy is magic. There's something about him. Uh, you know, I was watching that game and thinking, what an idiot I was to think Baltimore with the MVP would beat Mahomes in a game that mattered. And, you know, it was just, it was bizarre watching that game, even from the beginning when they had the issue with the kicker and, uh, and all of that. It was almost like Baltimore, and I saw this a lot when I was at lower levels. I started out in Division three, actually high school and Pop Warner. I started out coaching Pop Warner football. <laughs> I used to see it a lot down there. When you had a team that was trying to become really good, you were going to not get intimidated. And you were going to go in there and you were going to, you know, talk smack and push and do the things that are. Well, that Baltimore team took three major, major penalties that, that I thought hurt them badly uh, in the first half. To, you know, to go on top of the little kicking escapade. Uh, and it just like Kansas City was just never worried. And it's because that's how their quarterback is. You never, I saw Lamar Jackson get upset after he threw that interception, like throw his helmet on the side. You know, you don't see that out of Patrick Mahomes. He just knows next series is going to happen. And uh, uh, again, San Francisco may be favored by 20. I'm not picking against Patrick Mahomes. So you got them to win the Super Bowl? I do. But <laughs> does that carry it, over yeah. to next Sunday? Yeah, What's I know. That? I know. Well, listen, I, I said I've got him to win, too, uh, against uh, San Francisco um, in the Super Bowl. The line is one, though. It's very narrow. But what about the argument that they're saying he's the greatest NFL quarterback of all time, just based on how good he is right now? I feel it's way – I think – it's disrespectful to the other guys that have won. I think it's putting too much pressure on him. I don't like the talk. How do you feel about it? I think it bothers him zero. I don't think that kind of stuff bothers him at all. Uh, I think that's what media pe people we do. You talk about, you know, is this the greatest guy of all time? Is this the greatest team of all time? Is this, uh, I mean, these guys are going to their fourth Super Bowl out of five years. Um, you know, that doesn't just happen. That happens with great coaching, continuity, and uh, and a guy like Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback. So, uh, again, all that stuff's premature, and I don't think it's – it's not even worth talking about. It's like enjoy this guy for what he is. I mean, he could any time – the guy's made enough money. What does he make, 500 a year? <laughs> Something stupid. He, I mean, he signed a billion-dollar contract or something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. He could yeah. stop playing any time. I mean, the guy is 
He's on television all the time. You see him more than anybody. He and he and his partner Kelsey there. So again, that stuff just doesn't matter. Enjoy what you're seeing out of him. And it's all those little things. It's when you got to have a play, he makes a play. He's just, he's, uh, again, I look at Brock Purdy and I look at him and who's Brock Purdy going to be? Maybe five years from now, he's got the 49ers and five straight Super Bowls. And we're talking about him in the same breath with Mahomes. We're not right now. We just flat aren't. Patrick Mahomes is a special entity and you can talk about MVPs and all those things. I'll take him over anybody because he's going to win games when he has to. I appreciate that. And you're right. That's it's a media thing versus the football. People don't even talk about that or think about it. You're right. And speaking of that off the field, Belichick is not going to coach in 2024 or yeah, 2024. And who knows if he ever will again. Uh, that's another debate that's raging here right now is that uh, he can't coach today's player. His ways wouldn't work. I do you go along with that? No, that's not it's it doesn't have anything to do with today's player. And I mean, yeah, there's a, a different kind of coach now that the D'Amico Ryans and the energetic young coach that communicate with players can work great. But that doesn't mean Andy Reid, who's been in the league, shoot, Andy Reid replaced me at San Francisco State in 1983. So he's been around a long time. And, uh, uh, you know, it, does, it's, it doesn't mean that those guys can't coach anymore. I mean, does that mean you need to take a young, a young guy over an Andy Reid? Uh, again, Bill Belichick, there probably wasn't the right team for him. And that's understandable. As, a, as an ownership group, you have to understand what you're getting. Again, I don't know what he asked for. And, um, but if you can coach, you can coach. And that guy has been in pro football long enough that when he stands in front of the room, players are going to listen. And when it comes down to it, players want to keep their jobs first and win. That's those are the two things. Because if they win, they all get rewarded. Um, but their number one thing is is keeping their job. And they're if Belichick tells them to do something, they're going to do it the same as they are if D'Amico Ryan's asks them to do it. I mean, you're talking about two separate, different kinds of guys. They both can work in their own environment. Again, I see him. I mean, what a natural in. You're wearing the shirt. Um, you know, if Mike McCarthy gets off to a rough start and with Dak Prescott, that's always a possibility. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick could go in there to try to clean it up and, uh, you know, throw some intimidation around. You know, it's a lot like Don Matthews. The thing that impressed me about Belichick, Don could would make his run for about four or five years and then he would move on. He, he just seemed to always be a step ahead. And Belichick never did that. He stayed and weathered the storm. Now, having Brady there all those years helped. But um, that's what's tough to do. And Al Davis had a, when John Madden left after 10 years, and Al Davis said 10 years is what a guy's length should be in an organization. Any more than that, and he's going to lose some kind of edge. And I kind of believe in that. Uh, but again, Bill Belichick, None of that mattered. He, uh, again, I would take him as my coach any day. Uh, if I was an owner, uh, it would be no problem because I know when he stands in front of that room, those players are going to be tuned in. And that's the key to today's game is tuning in the players and get them motivated to play. And if they know that, I mean, that was Don's magic was 
they knew if they didn't play, he had a guy right behind him ready to step in and go. And we never had guys get hurt because they knew Don's going to play. Well, Belichick's got a little of that same mojo of, you don't want to be here? Great. We're going to bring somebody in who fits what we the way we want it done. So, uh, again, I, I don't buy into any of that stuff. Again, I'm an old coach. You're asking an old coach if an old coach thinks old coaches are done. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> hey, we, uh, by the way, we got questions from viewers that I'll get to in a moment. I got one last one for Jim, and hopefully he can stay with us for another segment after Jim. I, sure. I'm just going to ask you. Uh, uh, appreciate it. But you've won five Grey Cups. I've broadcast four Grey Cups. I'm going to Super Bowl next week. We'll be broadcasting from Radio Row. I don't know how, if I'll have a chance to ask you this next week. Championship week, Flutie said it. I don't care if it's Grey Cup or Super Bowl. He goes, they're the same. The concepts are the same. They're different than the regular season. They're different than even playoff games. Championship games are different, right? What's been your experience that way? And how do you need to approach it differently as a coach and a GM? Uh, I can tell you that experience helps. Um, a coach with experience helps. They understand the whole, I mean, I can remember Don Matthews before the playoffs ever start would have the Grey Cup week done. So there would be no, everybody would already have all their tickets, all their, everything they needed to have done was done by front office things. So the players could stay focused. The hardest thing is keeping players focused. You want them to enjoy the week, but they need to stay focused on game plan, on what you're doing, on those kinds of things. And uh, again, it's, it's, there's a lot of distractions. And when you, when you have a young team, sometimes that can be, uh, that can be tough. Uh, you know, and, and uh, I noticed a big difference when I went in Ham with Hamilton the one year we didn't win. Uh, I, we were a very young team and won 15 games and went in as the favorites. And uh, But the, again, it was in Calgary. It was in the West. There's a lot of distractions. And that's where I think Kansas City has such a huge advantage this week. Um, just because they've been to four of the last five. They've got a group of guys that are there that know what it takes to win. They expect to win. Uh, again, I think that's just a huge advantage over a San Francisco team that, you know, they have a young quarterback who hasn't, hasn't been to a Super Bowl. Uh, he's had won a lot of big games and fine young player. But, again, their leader has never been there. Um, they've got a lot of younger players. so. Again, I think that's a huge advantage for Kansas City and that they've been there. They have a coaching staff that's been there. They know how to deal with the distractions. And the distractions are going to be like they've never been in Las Vegas. Las Vegas creates a complete different distraction than any of the other places they go. Um, my daughter, she, she's a pit boss at the Bellagio, and she said, tickets you can't get a ticket in the rafters for less than six thousand dollars she said if you want to sit and be able to see something it's going to cost you forty to fifty thousand dollars and there is so many things going on in town the players are gonna it's going to be a, a a tough again i don't know where players are staying but uh it's going to be a that's going to be a tough deal to keep <laughs> players focused I'm laughing because this is my first year 
on the inside of the NFL media thing. So I've got all the info on where they're practicing, where they're staying, when the media availabilities are, and I'll say, I'll just say one of the teams are staying on the trip, on the strip, and I'm like. I don't know if I'd do that, uh, but whatever. Um, you know, they're not dumb. I don't think it's an oversight. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take a break here. We'll come back with the CFL questions. But I'm gonna get your uh, your number, Jim, from our guy Joe, and I want to go visit your daughter at the Bellagio. Uh, and I'll tell you why. I'm getting in early next Wednesday, and I got all day till I can check into my hotel. So I want to find out when she's working. I want to go say hey uh, from your friend. Yeah, we'll be right back with, and I'll get to your questions, audience. With Jim Barker, when we return, we're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless? or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. Telemiracle is Saskatchewan's charity. As you know, this year it's Telemiracle 48. And you can uh, support in a new way. I think it's the third year of the 50-50 raffle, which is live now. Telemiracle5050.com. One half of the proceeds go to you, the winner, if you bought a ticket. The other half go to supporting Telemiracle 48, supporting Saskatchewan's charity. Visit Telemiracle.com to learn how the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. They've come to us to help them promote their uh, charity this year. Can you please help out? Telemiracle5050.com to do so. Let's please bring Jim Barker back in. He is our very, uh, he is our most popular uh, guest that we have on here. The viewers <laughs> love him, even though he doesn't want to be known as a media guy. Not offended <laughs> at all, Jim, that you don't want to be known as a media guy. Jeff in Yorkton writes in and he says, uh, Rod, question for Jim. Should a running back in the CFL be paid more than a star receiver? Neat article on three down about uh, Andrew Harris and William Stanback winning the last four cups. If you saw it, Andrew Harris is saying, why are the receivers getting all the money? We're doing all the work and have all the touches. Do you want to take a stab at that one? Well, it, a lot of it comes down to, as you look at what happened, for example, Andrew. Andrew never made the money he probably should have made. Brady Oliveira is probably going to get paid over 200000 this year. Um, the problem comes in that running backs, uh, high injury rate, their longevity isn't what, say, a receiver could be. Uh, again, I'm not big on receivers getting the, like what they're getting nowadays, two, you know, 280, 300, over 300,000 for Eugene Lewis. And I think Kenny Lawler is right at 285 or something along those lines. Again, will Brady Oliveira 
I'm guessing he's going to come in around the 220 to 230 range. Uh, I, I don't I don't know. It's uh, it's an interesting question because a great running back, and the problem with a Canadian running back like an Andrew Harris um, is you have to have a good enough guy behind him to back him up in order to make that a, a, a true ratio change. And uh, there aren't a lot of teams. Johnny Augustine stepped in and did that for Winnipeg. Um, but they were fortunate in that Brady never got hurt. But running backs notoriously are going to get hurt. I mean, you look at Kadeem Carey. I mean, his his trade or his value has gone down because he's been hurt quite a bit the last couple of years. And when when running backs miss games, now their replacement's going to be because you don't have huge rosters in the CFL. Is going to he's going to cost you to keep a, a real good backup around so i think that's why they don't make this the same kind of money um i think the nfl it trickles down from the nfl the nfl guys don't make a lot of money and there's a lot of lot of running backs quality running backs out there and every year you're going to see a couple come into the nfl or into the cfl and it's going to be wow that kid's really good and that's that's going to happen because of what happens trickle down from the nfl where they also undervalue running backs for the same reason the the biggest thing is the longevity is I talked to Bill Parcells about this when I first got, um, you know, was becoming a GM. And he said the problem with running backs is you may have them at their best for two years, maybe. And that's going to be it. And you're going to have to move on from them. So to invest a lot in that position doesn't make sense. And, you know, that made sense to me. You know, when he told me that, it made sense to me. So, uh, Again, I think that that I don't know if that answers the question, Rod, but that that would be the the quick answer. It's your answer. So that's all that matters. I was smiling when you brought up Parcells because I was in Jupiter uh, last weekend at a sub, a sandwich restaurant, a sub shop. And I said, Parcells ever come in here? And the owner goes, no, but oddly Belichick has. And he points to a photo on the wall of him and Belichick eating a sub that he made. So and I don't think he's too far from Parcell's house, oddly enough. But anyways, Alan in Saskatoon says, hey, Jim, do you think Dalton Schoen and Brady Olivera stay in Winnipeg? Milt, and, uh, Milt, we all know Milt, Stiegel says they can't afford both. What do you think? I agree with Milt. There's, they can't, they, I don't think they keep either one of them. They're, Kenny Lawler gets a big bump, and they, they're paying Dembski a lot of money for, um, you know, for what he does. So I don't. I think it's going to be difficult to keep both. I think Schoen had they have the best chance to get back because I think his value because of his injury last year and what he does, his value is going to come down more than Brady. I think Brady's going to either be in Toronto if they choose to move on from AJ Ouellette, which I think is a big problem for them, um, just because of. There's a little bit of identity with AJ Ouellette in Toronto, and for them to move to Brady, who is you know a Canadian, and they have Danny Adaboye, who's ready to play behind him. I mean, they have a tailor-made situation for Brady. Um, but again, I, I think BC is a logical place for Brady, where they take the bets money, and he they give it to Brady and change the, where they change their ratio to the offense. Um, again all just speculation nothing backing it up stuff that i believe he'll be and i think brady will end up either in toronto or in bc and i think Bra i think shown shown's a different one 
you know, Montreal makes sense for Schoen because they lost Austin Mack and uh, that makes sense for, for him. But there's not a lot of teams that are going to be able to pay a ton of money uh, for, you know, a receiver that he's been great his two years in that system. You take receivers out of a system or out of a place they're comfortable, it rarely were. I mean, they took Lawler out of Winnipeg in Edmonton, and he went one year, and it was a bit of a wash. Eugene Marshall goes to Edmonton, didn't have a great year, got hurt, and so I, th- I just think there's a that it's just such a such a risk. Those those high end guys. Now with Oliveri, you get what you get. He's he's tough. He's been healthy, all those things, but we'll see what happens. From B. Henderson in Winnipeg says, uh, Jim, do you think Chris Strebler steps right back into the bomber role like he never left? And also, will Winnipeg make a fifth straight Grey Cup? A two-parter from B. Henderson. Well, I love them getting Chris Strebler. I think he's made for that market. I think he's great for the CFL. Uh, the things he, the respect he has, he'll eventually be a starter. I think he'll fit in perfectly doing what they want him to do behind um behind zach uh zach who knows how many more years he's going to play but now with Strebler there they're in good shape because i think he's only 29 or 30 years old so uh again i think that's a great a great move will winnipeg be back there Let, let's wait till after free agency and i can look at their roster completely obviously they're going to be a a favorite to be back um but what's going to happen with jeff code and taylor and uh, I mean, all the all the guys that they that they uh, could lose on their defense. Uh, Big Hill is he going to come back? Uh, you know, the, the, there's just so many big question marks. You got to wait till after free agency. You know, there was an interesting trade I'd love to talk about for a second with Toronto giving Jordan Williams to Hamilton, a, a, a rival. I mean, it's one thing to give a player away because you know salary or whatever. But they paid him $35,000 on January 1. And then basically, when you look at that trade, you can look at the draft picks each team got. And the draft picks are an interesting trade. Move up two in the first. So you move up from seven to five. This is what Toronto did. And Hamilton moved from five to seven. And, but Hamilton gets a second round pick. And Toronto gets two third round picks. Well, in in G and then um, and then Hamilton gets a fourth round pick. Well, in GM talk, you sit over lunch for an hour and a half and talk about who who wins that over the picks. And you're going to have half. It's going to be a 50-50 pick on who wins, getting moving by moving up two spaces, but giving up a set. Blah blah blah. But then you throw Jordan Williams in, who we basically last year when I was there, we gave up a first round pick straight for him. Felt he was a a, a, a starter. A guy who has proven he can play in the league. Um, you pay him thirty-five thousand, and then you just kind of hand him to Hamilton, who now can really do some things with their ratio. Um, I hear heavy rumor they're going hard on Matthew Betts. Will that happen? I doubt it. You know, you never know. But with Jordan Williams there, between he and and Stavros at free safety, they have two on defense now. And ha- and Toronto just kind of gave it to him. It just it was surprising. You never know why they make a trade. Maybe Enoch Mwamba's coming back. Uh, there, there's all kinds of reasons that I have. I'm not privy to because I've 
I don't ask those kind of questions because if I ask and they tell me, I can't talk about them on your show. And I love being able to talk You don't want to know. <laughs> so you don't want to know. Yeah, so, exactly. so it's all, this yeah. is all just me speculating. And I, again, I find it, I found that trade fascinating that, especially because it was Hamilton and what it does for their ratio, and then what it does to Toronto, who now has a major problem because on defense, Robbie Smith, who I think is the best in the league at being a backup defensive end special teams player, when he started for us when I was there, our special teams weren't as good, our defense, nothing was as good. And I just think they're going to want to play Costigan and Flo at defensive ends and, uh, and keep Robbie there, which means they have only one, one Mechie's the only guy on defense they have, which means playing three Canadian receivers to go with the three offensive linemen if they don't get Brady. Now, that's one of the things that made me think they were going to go after Brady hard because that they can then change their ratio back and take care of it. And that trade started my whole thinking about Brady going possibly to Toronto. It's beautiful, How about that? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know it is uh, for GMs, as you say. Jim, we are out of time. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend uh, and enjoy Super Bowl. Yeah, give me a call about Vegas. I'll give you all the best spots. I will. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Our football analyst, Jim Barker, will be right back with a sports update and audience takeover after this. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Hi, everybody. What a day. Oh, my God. These are the types of days that you feel very grateful that you have a sports talk show. There are a million things going on, so we stop the football talk for a moment. I know so many audience have come here today to talk about the breaking hockey news, but you stick with the format. Football on Fridays. But in the sports update, we can tell you this. The Montreal Canadiens are trading center Sean Monaghan to the Winnipeg Jets in exchange for a 2024 first-round pick and a conditional draft pick. TSN's Darren Dreger reported it first. The Canadians will receive a third-round pick in 2027 if Winnipeg wins the Stanley Cup. Monaghan has played in all 49 games for the Habs this year. He's third in team scoring with 35 points, including... 
13 goals. This all coming out of all-star festivities in Toronto today. The LA Kings have relieved Todd McClellan of his duties and named Jim Hiller as interim head coach for the remainder of the season. The Kings have slipped to the first wildcard spot in the NHL's Western Conference and are 3-5-2 and two in their past 10 games. Now, Commissioner Gary Bettman is going to be addressing the media in about 40 minutes' time in Toronto at All-Star Festivities, at which time, as I've, thank God for Twitter, Twitter have realized or seen they're going to announce the return of international play. Did they say the name of the tournament, Clark? Are they going to call it the World Cup next fall? Four Nations tournament, uh, Four Nations tournament, Clark's hearing. We have not heard that it'll be called the World Cup. I hope that they do, but it's going to be played in Montreal and Boston, featuring Canada, USA, Finland, and Sweden. And reporter Chris Johnston reporting that uh, the NHL will be announcing the return of their players to the Olympics today. So how about that? That's four, I think four. Very huge news items coming out of All-Star festivities in Toronto. The NHL knows how to make a splash, don't they? I'll get to your viewer comments in a moment. Um, I, I, I like the NL, NLL. We had people write in here and say, do you ever cover it? Well, we try, but there's all this other stuff going on. The National Lacrosse League rolls out a full eight-game schedule this weekend with every team in action over three days, highlighted by... A battle between Western New York rivals Rochester and Buffalo as the NLL Saturday Showcase game. Plus, the NLL Game of the Week on TSN pits Toronto at Calgary Saturday night. And a bonus on Sunday, it's Colorado and San Diego at Pachanga Arena in Southern California. A million things going on. Fred Van Vliet will face his former team for the first time as his Houston Rockets host the Toronto Raptors tonight. Van Vliet spent seven seasons in Toronto before signing with the Rockets last year. Sports update is for Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience, visit commoncrown.ca. And for Landmark Cinemas in theaters now, Mean Girls. From the comedic mind of Tina Fey comes a new twist on the modern classic, Mean Girls. Check it out this weekend. You know, the talk of what Jim Barker was saying about the trade, Jordan Williams, Argos to Ticats. Jeff the Stamps fan has it right. He says this confirms that many GMs in this league have no idea how to handle the cap or ratio. Right? And a lot of them just spend their way out of it or thank God the contracts aren't guaranteed. They release the players. Anyways, Moose will join us for hour two. All of this on the table after this brief pause on Game Plus and Key Radio.